Welcome back to another episode of Cryptducation, the podcast that teaches you about cryptocurrency. My name is Ben, and today I'll be talking about the monetary value of cryptocurrency. But before that, I'd like to do a brief recap on the advantages and disadvantages of distributed ledgers. Advantages include providing a trustless environment, reducing points of weakness, and improving data reconciliation. Disadvantages include greater resource requirements and transaction irreversibility. As illustrated in the previous episode of Cryptducation, the advantages of distributed ledger technology far outweigh the disadvantages. Distributed ledger technology is, without a shadow of a doubt, groundbreaking and revolutionary. However, this still does not fully explain why cryptocurrencies, virtual assets created by people sitting behind computer screens, have monetary value. Due to their intangible nature, many naysayers dismiss these assets as imaginary or fake, which, to be fair, is an understandable opinion to have if there is a lack of knowledge on the subject. So why does cryptocurrency have monetary value? Well, the short answer is because people are consistently willing to pay fiat money for it. It's as simple as that. It doesn't matter that there is no physical component or that it isn't backed by any government. The moment people are willing to spend their hard-earned money consistently on something to the point that a market is formed, then that thing has monetary value. If you've picked up random rocks from the ground and put those rocks up for sale, and people all over the world started buying those rocks from you, then those rocks also have monetary value. So I guess the question we really should be asking is, why are people willing to buy cryptocurrency with fiat money? There are well over 100 million people in the world that own some kind of cryptocurrency. They can't all be crazy, or can they? As its name suggests, cryptocurrency was originally designed to be a currency. In other words, it was designed to be money itself and not merely something that money can buy. This has tremendous implications since money is a medium of exchange. Money in its modern iteration is not, itself, a valuable item that you can utilize directly. You can only trade it for things or services, and it is from those things or services, such as a car or a haircut, that you derive actual benefit. You can't exactly use the coins and banknotes in your wallet or the digital fiat in your bank account for much else. All these versions of your money are mere representations of value up until the point that you pay for something tangible. For a successful trade to happen between two parties, both parties have to recognize that the respective items that they are receiving in the trade have value. Where money is involved, the recipient of the money has to agree that the money they are receiving is acceptable as a medium of exchange. 
We don't often think about this since when using local currency to buy things in our own countries, there is an unspoken acceptance by almost all the people in that country that the local money has value as a medium of exchange. The moment you step out of that bubble, you'll instantly see why this acceptance matters. An American tourist visiting the United Kingdom will quickly discover that they can't use their US dollars to purchase things in many British stores, since local British store owners would rarely recognize the US dollar as an acceptable medium of exchange. Since acceptance of money as a medium of exchange is so important, the money itself has to function well specifically as a medium of exchange. As such, we really should be comparing cryptocurrency to fiat money on the basis of how good they are as mediums of exchange. This is where cryptocurrency truly shines, since, compared to fiat money, cryptocurrency is technologically far superior. Many reasons for this can be derived from the previous episode about the advantages of distributed ledger technology. On one hand, you have a distributed ledger that exists in a trustless environment with minimal points of failure and real-time data reconciliation. Money on such a ledger cannot be forged, stolen, or even created at the whim of any centralized entity, simply because there is no centralized entity controlling it. Assets belonging to an individual are recorded and recognized by the entire network and every single asset is accounted for all the time. Furthermore, distributed ledgers and the assets on them transcend borders and are truly global for the simple reason that governments do not have much control over them. On the other hand, you have fiat money that exists in many forms, from physical notes and coins that can be forged to records on centralized ledgers that can be altered at the will of those that have the power to do so, such as banks. Governments can literally print more of such money, both physically and digitally, as and when they please. Anything goes, and since the locations of these assets are not always kept in check in real time, this kind of money can be easily hidden, stolen, and even laundered. As mentioned earlier, Fiat currencies are also usually confined to the respective countries that created them. Given this comparison between cryptocurrency and fiat money, it is little wonder that many are wasting no time in trading their old, unreliable currency for assets on distributed ledgers. To these people, cryptocurrency is not merely an investment. It is the future. Far from being fake or imaginary, cryptocurrency is more suitable as real money than fiat currency will ever be. And this, in essence, is why cryptocurrency began to have monetary value in the first place. However, as distributed ledger technology continued to grow, the foundational reason I've provided is no longer the only reason why many cryptocurrencies have monetary value there are now actually many other good reasons why people buy cryptocurrency. The word cryptocurrency is actually an umbrella term that is commonly used to describe all digital assets that exist 
on distributed ledgers. It is, however, a bit of a misnomer, since not every cryptocurrency functions optimally as a currency. Indeed, many assets now are not designed for use as a currency since they aim to leverage distributed ledger technology in various other clever ways. Like their currency counterparts, however, many do also have monetary value since they have their own utility and therefore their own demand. Security tokens, for instance, are assets on distributed ledgers that may represent actual shares in the companies that they were made for and are therefore not optimized to function as mediums of exchange in the same way that currencies are. Needless to say, they too have monetary value as long as the company they're representing is actively trading. Personally, I like to think of cryptocurrencies as being either coins, tokens, or a hybrid of both. Coins are currencies and are designed to be fantastic mediums of exchange. Tokens are assets that provide non-currency utility, and hybrids are a mixture of both. In the next episode of Cryptucation, I'll be explaining these three categories in greater detail. I will also be introducing a few other useful utility categorizations. This should provide you with a decent system of organizing your thoughts when trying to understand and assess new cryptocurrencies that you come across. And that, my friends, rounds up what I wanted to discuss on this episode of Cryptucation. In summary, cryptocurrency has monetary value not just because people are willing to pay fiat money for it. It has monetary value because it does a better job of functioning as a medium of exchange than anything else that exists today. On top of that, some cryptocurrencies are also capable of providing useful non-currency utility by creatively leveraging distributed ledger technology. That brings me to the end of this lesson about why cryptocurrency has monetary value. Thank you so much for listening. I do hope that you've enjoyed this episode of Cryptucation. If you have, please be sure to subscribe. Until next time, keep cryptucating yourself and stay safe as you traverse the cryptoverse.